0: Inside Seniors Health FSP 360, your career in clinical research, with Ben Hasfurt and Maike Schäfers.
1: Hi and welcome. Great that you're checking in. Good news first. We are here to support you. If you want to do yourself something good in 2022, stay tuned. Our FSP360 line mergers from UK and Ireland will share valuable ideas and thoughts with you. And maybe these ideas will help you to achieve your personal career goals with Synia's Health FSP360. And now, let's get started. Hi, Mikey! another English episode. Great to see that our podcast is getting more publicity right now.
0: Yes. Hi, Ben. That's it. You're correct. And I'm very happy to have today three fantastic managers from the UK and Ireland uh, team here with us. So the house is very full So the virtual studio, of course. So I'm very happy to have you here, Sandra, Simal and Joe. Hi. Hi, Hello. Hello. Thanks for having us.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hi, yeah, also you. from my end. Hi, great to have you on the show. So, maybe as a start, because as Micah said, we have really a very packed virtual studio today. Maybe you could just briefly introduce yourself. Maybe we start with Joe and you just briefly introduce yourself. What is your role and what are you currently doing for Senior Health?
2: Okay, thank you. uh So, I've been a manager now for about two years just a little bit over two years and I've been with Cineo's Health for about six years now loving every minute of it (laughs) yes I think that's me I've been in clinical research for um 17 years now Uh, a long time
1: okay thanks Joe so Sandra anything you want to tell about yourself
3: Yes, um, I've been in research now for about nine years, um, nine years plus. I still started my career in in management, but um, I've been a manager for just over a year now. So still learning loads, but um, I have picked up loads of experience along the way as well.
1: Mm -hmm. And you actually have a brand new member in the team, right? That is Simal. Hi, Simal. Hello.
4: Um, Yes, I am new. Um, I'm working along with Joe and Sandra. Um, I've been a CRA for a while and I've just been promoted to a partner line manager. And I also have about seven years experience. So I used to work in pediatric research and then I went into monitoring. And yes, I've been with Synios for about a year and a half and I absolutely love working here.
1: Great. Welcome. Welcome to the to the team. <laughs> so maybe Joe... You can tell us a bit about um, your actual role. What, when you say you're a manager, what are you actually doing? What are your tasks as a manager for the FSP 360 business unit?
2: Yeah, thank you. So it's a busy role on paper. I, you know, it probably sounds like I spend most of my day talking to talking to people, and that is a lot of my role. A significant amount, a part of the time is spent doing one to ones uh, with my team members. You know, I'm passionate about making sure everyone feels supported. Uh, that I, you know that I'm approachable. A lot of my a lot of my ad hoc meetings really uh, with. My team members just sort of reaching out, you know, through Microsoft Teams and just saying, hey, Joe, have you got a couple of minutes? Just want to run something past you. Uh, and that happens on a regular basis. And I absolutely love it, you know, because that's what I'm here for is to support my team. Also spend quite a bit of time in client meetings. We have to do resourcing, make sure everyone has got the right workload and is, you know, working on studies and sites that they uh, that they are happy with and also that fill the business need and obviously interviewing. So spend quite a lot of time interviewing. I love interviewing actually uh, a <laughs> great way to, to meet new people and to meet meet potential new candidates, join our team. And yeah, it's a fantastic job. As I say, if I could, if I could have dreamt up my dream job, it would have been 90% of the time talking to people And I seem to, okay, 90%, possibly a little bit high at times. Other days, it's probably 100% just talking to people all the time. And I love it.
1: Yeah, that sounds perfect. I think that's something that we share in all the countries, actually. Um, And Mike and I, we are managing teams in Germany. And that's actually the same thing, what we do. And um, before we go back to the interview process, you just um, mentioned briefly Maybe we can talk a bit about talking to people because in my opinion, this really makes a difference in our model in FSP 360 that we are really people manager working with our people directly all the time. And when you say you... Talk to people ninety percent of your day. That is, of course, also your team, right? You're talking to your team and connecting with your team, seeing if everyone is doing well, getting some some kind of or uh, trying to to get the mood of people, and just to connect, right?
2: Absolutely. Um, you know, we have a variety of different ways that we connect with our teams. Uh, you know, we have regular team meetings. We have regular CRA clinics. Uh, once a fortnight, we have a fantastic thing called the coffee break, whereby we yeah. spend half an hour chatting with everyone who is available to join. So, obviously, we know some people are, you know, off doing monitoring visits or whatever, so you know they can't always make it. But whoever's free joins in, and we chat about non-work stuff. And whilst that might not sound all that important, it's actually really, really key to the team growing together and being able to make friends and just feeling part of that close-knit team that i think is essential to success
1: yeah fully agree with that and mike regarding the the coffee chat i think we have i mean we're doing the same in in germany the coffee chat or coffee break and we can fully agree with its benefit right it's just a very nice half of an hour spending time with people talking about non-business topics
0: Yes, that's correct. So, um, we all enjoy, and especially our team. And, um, yeah, everybody enjoys, um, having just a coffee break with each other and, um, also talking about things, um, which are not of work, um, tasks, so to say. So it's, um, kind of a private conversation that you normally have in the office when you go to catch a coffee or when you go to, um, to lunch. So it's a nice opportunity in the virtual environment we have already.
1: And Sandra going back to maybe more official communication, So, are you all also involved in interview processes?
3: Yes, I am. Um, I support Joe with that, um, and it's really like like Joe said. It's a nice way to to meet people, but I, I find it very informative about myself as well it helps me learn um, about what ways I can support people what new ways I can support my team members as well Um, I get to dig in what drives people
1: yeah and it means that you're always actually on top of the current situation on the market that you know exactly how candidates are thinking, how they are ticking.
3: Certainly, yes, certainly.
1: What would you, maybe Joe or Sandra, um, what would you expect from a candidate? If someone applies at um, Senior South, at the FSP 360 business unit in the UK or in Ireland, what would you actually be looking for? What would be the ideal profile? for a candidate.
3: I think we would like to see someone that is um outspoken and outgoing. We'd like to see someone who is open to learning because we know that we we don't expect everyone to know every single thing. While we want to get good quality candidates who are skilled in what they what they are going to be doing, we do appreciate people who are willing to learn because in this job, we find that every day we're facing a new situation we haven't, you know, experienced before, um, and so adaptability and flexibility um, are key things that we'd like to see in in individuals. Mm-hmm. Joe, do you want to add like, anything?
2: Yeah, yeah, I'll just add a couple of things. <laughs> uh, resilience, I think. You know, being a CRA or, in fact, any role within clinical trials is challenging. We're in a constantly changing environment. We're with in terms of regulations, in terms of managing what we can and can't do during the pandemic, being resilient, being able to deal with changing environments, being able to deal with, you know, a challenging workload. And challenging is good because it allows people to grow. And that, you know, allows people then to develop and to, you know, to improve their careers. Um, You know, there are lots of benefits of a challenging environment, but being able to deal with that is really important. And being able to embrace it is even better. And when we meet with a candidate who demonstrates that passion for clinical trials and that passion for development and for, you know, and for being the best CRA or the best CRM or, you know, best project manager that they could possibly be that makes a difference and it stands out and you know we want people who are passionate about trials, who are enthusiastic about the role and who really want to do well and as I say it stands out head and shoulders and yeah those are really the kind of people we're looking for so yeah people who are enthusiastic, passionate and keen I to agree. learn, passion... and keen to develop.
3: Yes passion is so important.
1: Yeah, and I think I mean what you both just described is actually the perfect description for every country we are sourcing for and we are looking for people, especially passion for development. I think that was that is so important. And I think this is what has been seen in CIML, right? Because you just stepped up CIML for from a CRA position to a PLM position.
4: I did, yes. Um but I, yeah, I believe I'm a really passionate person, but um, I believe I'm quite like a positive person as well. And I like to see that sort of positivity. And, I'm, I'm, and um, you know, Joe and Sandra are absolutely right. If you're not passionate, then, you know, the growth and the development um, may not be as open. So I think I sort of strive to be like the best in what I do, um, which is, you know, what's probably got me this far. But yes, definitely.
1: And what are you looking most forward to at the moment? So you just started, so you're really new in your position and you will get a lot of onboarding and a lot of training from Joe and Sandra and the entire team. But what are you actually looking for in your current position and what are you really curious about in your new position?
4: Um, I'm looking forward to the challenges, um, you know, working with a team. Uh, more so sharing my experience and giving my knowledge to any sort of junior CRAs or any other CRAs that are coming in joining our team you know it could be others other roles as well that I could you know sort of support Um, so yeah it would just be a whole different platform for me and sort of developing my skills a bit further
1: and all the best for that, <laughs> for your for your bright future here. Um, when you're saying about um, or talking about junior CRAs, are you looking for for junior positions as well in the UK?
4: I believe so. I think we're trying to get uh, more CRAs coming in and joining. You know our team. We're trying to make. Uh, we're trying to grow our. Tr- uh, team a bit bigger and um, it's a good way especially for the current CTCs who want to develop into CRAs so you know they will be the juniors CRAs which I am aiming to support because my CRA knowledge is still quite fresh so I would love to, for the, my knowledge to you know be useful to them and help them and support them on visits um, and that would be you know really good for the team and sort of their personal development as
3: well. I think in the UK, um, we have seen a shortage in CRAs, actually, um, and I think most sponsors are usually looking for experienced CRAs, but it, it seems very hard for people to get into the industry, so I think we are trying to be different and we're trying to give people opportunity to, you know, to get into the, this market, but also to, to help. Feel the shortage that we're currently experiencing.
1: Yes, and that's really a very good comment, Sandra, because you're referring to the CTI program, right?
3: Yes, that's correct.
1: Yeah, Joe, are you able to explain a bit further um, the CTI program to our listeners?
2: Yes, absolutely. So we have a program, uh, CTI is Clinical Trial Institute, and It enables people who are coming in with some clinical trial experience but not experience as a CRA to develop into CRAs. The program is very well-rounded. It includes some uh, online learning, some instructor-led training, and also some observational visits, you know, and allows the new sort of soon-to-be CRAs to you know to learn all about the job to so everything there is to you know to know about what a cra does what the you know what the importance of the role is and what the expectations are now obviously once they then move into sort of working with a client uh you know there will be you know client onboarding as well but you know having that really good grounding before they before they join the client is of huge value because it means that they can come in with some knowledge uh, with, you know, with a really good grounding of knowledge, which will allow them to build on that and sort of, you know, then deal with the client's uh, systems and processes and ways of doing things. So having that grounding is just essential, you know, it's so important and bringing in new people is fantastic because, it allows us to, uh, you know, to teach them how a how CRA works, but from a senior's perspective. And I think, you know, CRAs are great. You know, I've met so many fantastic CRAs. Um, but when you know that they've got that fantastic training base and the CTI program is brilliant at giving that base.
0: Yes. And we have recently heard from your first CTI employee who uh, finished the program, right?
2: Yes, we had two uh, CRAs uh, actually they're, they're becoming CRAs from Monday <laughs> um, next week. So they've just finished their uh, the CTI program. They were working as CTCs or CTAs with the uh, with the client already. Uh, so they know the client well. but whilst they've been doing that, they've been simultaneously working on a on the CTI program sort of through an extended part-time basis. Um, which has allowed them to, you know, to turn into CRAs, and as I say, they're about. To, there's two of them actually. They're about to embark on that role uh, from next week, and I think they'll both be really excited about it.
0: Yes, that's great. And this is a really good opportunity for junior CRAs, uh, yeah, to become a CRA within our CTI program. So, Cineos is, um, doing a great job, I guess. So, as you, as you already told us, it's a really brilliant program to, um, yeah, develop into this fantastic role. And, um, yes, we hope to also implement it in other countries. So we will come back to you.
1: <laughs> yes, and actually we are building up everything on experience, right? One country is doing it like that. The other is doing it in, in another way. And we are all learning from each other. Also, this podcast contributes to this. Um, we can learn from the CTI program, for example. You can learn from other things that people in Italy, for example, do or in Spain or in Ukraine. So it's always sharing knowledge and trying to connect with each other. I would also have another question regarding maybe people who are interested in having a move in their current job position or regarding their current employer. So if you would advertise FSP 360 Senior South, how would you briefly describe the culture or the philosophy of the FSP 360 business unit?
2: A fabulous people-focused, development-focused, amazing place to work because I have not, in the time I've been working with Sinios Health and particularly with FSP 360, I have been just amazed again and again by the warmth of, the teams every employee is really focused on doing a great job on the managers are very focused on developing their teams and making sure that everyone feels valued uh you know it's just so amazing to feel valued in your role and this is what I think is special about Cineos Health, and particularly FSP360, is that all the managers have that emphasis on their team and on the individuals within their team to make everyone feel valued and important.
0: Yes, that's the thing that makes the difference, right? And um, there's a lot of fun, I guess, also <laughs> with us in within our, within our teams. So maybe, um, Sandra, uh, do you have maybe a, a short, funny story? Or Joe?
2: I think perhaps actually just to give an example of one of our coffee breaks. Uh so we talked a little bit earlier about the coffee breaks and I used to originally come up with a topic sort of before the coffee break and send it round but eventually as sort of time's gone on it's just kind of a much more informal chat and the I think the just before Christmas we had a coffee break chat and we ended up building each other up with some amazing Netflix recommendations. <laughs> so we all we all came away from that with a, with a list of things to watch over the over the Christmas break. <laughs> it was just brilliant. It was really good fun.
1: Yeah. And talking about fun in general, I mean I Joe, I recall that we have met almost two years ago, maybe one and a half yes. years ago, yes. and um, everyone else on this um, in this podcast episode, we're just meeting virtually via Teams meeting, via camera, WebEx and whatever. But we have actually met live yes. um, in the real world. And I'm really looking forward to that and would be so great to see every one of you maybe in a meeting um, in some time when it's possible again, like just face to face and talk to each other just the normal way. Because I really recall this meeting that we had about one and a half years ago, and it was really fun. It was well organized, and we had the opportunity to connect very well together as a team. And I'm really looking forward to that. And hopefully we will be able to have these kind of meetings again.
2: It was brilliant. And I still remember playing pool in the evening. It was wonderful. (laughs) I was very, very bad at it, but it was wonderful
1: nonetheless it was really fun yeah (laughs) so thank you all and this uh, podcast if you have anything that you would like to add
2: oh just to say that we're an amazing team please think about coming to join us and just i'm sure ben is going to put up some information about how to actually contact us uh if you're interested in in joining the team but yeah it's an amazing place to work
1: yes and Definitely, Joe, I will put everything in the show notes. Mike and I will put everything in the show notes. Um, all the contact details, um, also LinkedIn contact details. And then you will be able to connect with Joe, Sandra and Simal. And thanks all of you for being in the show today and all the best for the upcoming year 2022. Thank you.
0: Thank you, you, Ben. And thank you, ladies.
1: That's it for today. On the next episode, we will be speaking to Simone Schäfer, a well-named leader in FSP 360. I'm really curious to learn from her about her thoughts on leadership. Don't forget to subscribe to connect with us on LinkedIn. Stay safe. All the best and until next time.